Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Glow. I'm Allison. And I'm Christine. All right, girl, how has your week been? Let's catch up for a bit. It has been a busy week. Like every other week. I know, I feel like, like it's a started. broken record. How's your week? <laughs> it was busy. <laughs> it, was, it was very busy. It was so funny. Allison and I have just been chatting for like literally the past 45 minutes, just catching up because we only do this basically once a week. I know. So it's been nice to just catch up and like learn more about your life. And she was telling me all about her job and it's just like so exciting. Like I'm <laughs> living through you, which is, it's fun. I know it's, it's, it's riveting content. Truly. It really is. How was your week? It was good. Um, okay. Maybe I'm going to give highs and lows. You, you can yeah, go after. Yeah. I would say high of the week was it was so Friday night. I had my first, actually, you know what? many highs I'll give two highs <laughs> one high last Saturday did I I don't know if I mentioned on the pod my spontaneous day but I oh made, yes I like Wait, I want the update yes okay she so, scheduled her spontaneity <laughs> so yes basically last Saturday after we recorded I was like you know what I'm gonna have a spontaneous day I want to do things but I don't necessarily want to have a plan and like have reservations like I feel like sometimes having the plan takes the whole fun out of the day so I was like you know what I'm gonna plan this intentional spontaneous time so my friend and I met up and then we were like okay like what are we feeling hmm maybe some pizza okay found a pizza place. We literally like walked to the Lower East Side. We stopped by this place called Scar's Pizza, which had an insane line. And I was like, it's literally like a $3 pizza spot. Like it's nothing crazy, but -hmm. apparently it's like amazing pizza. So we waited online, got really good pizza. I would say like one of the best slices of pizza I've ever had. Like so good. I need to go to this place. It was so good. Um, And last Saturday, it was a beautiful day. It was like 50 degrees. It was the first time in a long time where it was like actually walkable, not frigid weather. So we were all like enjoying the sunshine, got a slice of pizza. I got a Diet Coke. We like sat in like New York. They have these little covered outside like wooden outdoor dining kind of areas because of covid so Mm -hmm. we like sat on those benches had a pizza had a diet coke i was like this is so lovely and then such a vibe and then i was like hmm like what should we do next (laughs) (laughs) so then we walk around just like roam around the streets um and we pop by a bunch of like little home decor stores so i've been wanting to go to this one decor store for so long but i just it just never came on my calendar to like go to the store you know so Mm. it was called coming soon they have like the cutest things and I got my friend's birthday gift and I was like this is awesome like I've been wanting to I just I feel like sometimes getting a birthday gift can also be stressful so when you unintentionally like find something that you know that someone's gonna really like I'm like this is just the best so I got her a gift and then it was funny we went to another store and basically at work we were dealing with this one brand and this one brand was like being a pain in the ass and it was just like tough and I was like oh my god they're annoying whatever I go to the store and I see literally the three products that were assorting from this brand at the store and it's like so obscure like I've never seen it before never even heard of this brand till we're working Mm -hmm. with them and I was like wow this is just God telling me like it's all gonna be okay and (laughs) this week we closed the loop on it and it's gonna launch so that that was exciting um and then 
I was like, you know, the only thing that'll make this day even better is soft serve ice cream. Like I was just (laughs) randomly craving like soft serve ice cream in a cone. Don't know where, don't know how, but I want it. We walk around. I look up and there is a store and it's called Whipped and it says the world's first oat milk soft serve ice cream. Stop. I literally die. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's you. That's literally me. (laughs) Like, I love my dairy, but. Oh, my God. Wait, was it good? My stomach doesn't. Oh, my God. So good. And like, I love mint chocolate chip. People can hate on me thinking it's toothpaste. I don't care. I like it. So they take soft serve. They put it in a waffle cone. They like drizzle the cone with. I got mint chocolate chip. They drizzled the cone with like a mint chocolate chip syrup. Put like cookie crumble inside. Put the soft serve. Put the soft serve with more cookie crumble. Add like a little more um, dip. And it was just like the best thing ever. Delicious. Um, (laughs) And I've just never even heard of this place. So it just goes to show like if I would have just never found it if I didn't like decide to just walk spontaneously and yeah. just walk around. Like, are you ever gonna literally Google? Is there oat milk soft serve in New York? <laughs> like, you want know to know exactly? Like, it would never even come to my mind. So that's crazy. I know that was crazy. Um, but yeah, that was my Saturday. It was so chill. Oh, and then we randomly stumbled upon this store called the Well, which it's in like Union Square, and. It was kind of like a wellness sanctuary store. You walk in and they're selling all of these like supplements, um, gua sha's, skincare, Mm. like all the things for overall wellness. And you walk a little bit deeper and you see a cafe and they sell like matcha, oat milk lattes, um, oatmeal, like all of these like wellness foods. And then you walk even deeper and then they have like this library, which if you buy like a day pass, you can go into this library, read a book, study, whatever. And then to the left, they have like a foot massage par- like parlor. Oh my God. And I was like, this is like a little wellness sanctuary right in the smack of the city. Um, and then we were talking to the person that works there and she was like, yeah, like we founded this a few years ago the founders came from like hospitality and they just really wanted to have like a wellness location in the city and they also have like free not free they have like um pretty affordable like pilates mat classes and yoga classes and they have like what's it called um a sound bath thing it's like someone like has a gong and they just like you meditate that (laughs) kind of stuff um which is just so funny but again if I didn't have the spontaneous day I would have never even heard about this so all in all I think that really encouraged me like you know have more days like that have more days where you have no plan all you do is you just kind of go with your intuition like I want this okay let's just walk around and find it um Because I think sometimes what I do is I plan to do things on the weekends. But once the weekend comes, I'm like, I'm actually not feeling to do that anymore. You know? Yeah. So that was one high long winded. But another high was, oh, last night I had my first omakase experience. I saw this on your Instagram and I, yes, I tell me all about it. Yeah. So omakase is essentially like. I'm not the best at explaining it, but they give you 
it's like a 12 course or however many course dinner and it's like piece by piece so every single piece of sushi mm. the sushi chef is like intentionally making it and giving it to you one by one so for us it was like a one hour a lot of time you sit there from like six to seven and it's a 12 course omakase sushi dinner so like every piece is really special and intentional um and it is like quite expensive but this one was actually pretty affordable for what it was um and it was just really great. It was like a really intimate, literally the restaurant was like 12 seated restaurant. Wow. So you you just sit there in the bar stools with your fellow sushi eaters and you're just enjoying your sushi. And it's just a really great experience, I think, either with like a friend to catch up or on a date. And it's just really special. So that was really nice. Love sushi and came home, was in bed by 10 and it was great. I love that I want to try this that's the thing with like living not in New York is that there's just not as many options like I feel like New York is like a whole nother world but and I think that's why I'm like really trying to make the most of it with my time here is like really trying to take advantage of literally all the opportunities here like if you want I don't know you want tacos at 11 o'clock there's bound to be a place not too far that has tacos at 11 o'clock yeah. that are probably really yeah. good. But it's, I know it's definitely a privilege. Yeah. It's but I mean, like there's costs, there's pros and cons to everywhere you live. Right. So. It's like we live in shoeboxes. So that's the con. <laughs> we were just talking uh. about this. <laughs> um, OK, what are your highs for the week? OK, my highs and lows. So my I'll start with the low so we can end on the high. OK. The low is just like studying for this big exam. Like I don't need to be around the bush. It's just like annoying and yeah. a lot of work and I don't love standardized exams. Um, that was a low. The high though, I, so my little and my sorority hosted this event at our business school called, it was just like a dating do's and don'ts Ooh. Um, in the spirit of like Valentine's day. And basically we you can like ask all these anonymous questions Wait, to so your professors. Oh my God. And my business law professor was there. Like this lady who like runs our career center was there. Wait, I love um, those professors. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Like this other lady who's like insane was there. Um, <laughs> and then like a finance professor. Aww. And it just, I was cracking. Like it was so funny because I was sitting in the front and I literally like, thank God I had a mask on because like, I was cracking up, Aww. like almost crying. It was so funny, but it was also just like so fun to see like the other side of professors because I feel totally. like when we go to especially I'm like in the business school. So it's like it's all about like business, 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 like finance, marketing, whatever you're studying, like that's that's it. And so it was just so fun to see kind of the other side of their lives and like it's like I, I remember asking the question I was like would you choose love or work because like oh that's that was a great like something that they would like I, I just wouldn't know so you can't ask that in class so right. um and some of them said love some of them said work and I was just wait like, some of them said work yeah Ooh. the career center lady said work D- okay I'm actually interested when they the, the professor said love what was their reasoning that was my B-Law professor and she was like, oh, I um, love her. I know she's amazing. Um, I think she's just like, at the end of the day, like you go home to them. Like she oh. was, she even said like, she's, she loves her husband, obviously. And so she cute. was saying how like, when they do stuff together, she's like, they're a team. They like That's fight so together. Cute. They, they're like, they go off and do 
everything together. They might get into arguments sometimes, but at the end of the day, they know that they love each other. And like, Mm. like obviously they both have their jobs. They're both doing what they're doing. But like, I think she, for her, it's like, if I didn't have him, I wouldn't have anything. So it was like, it was so cute. I was like, this is adorable. Like it was definitely a highlight of my week, but it's so funny. Some of the stories she chose work. Was she, what was her take? I think she was just like, she, I think she's in a point in her life right now where she's like uh, single. Right. So she was like. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, she's just yeah. in a point of her life where that's where she's at. And I, it's funny because a lot of these professors, although they're all professors, they are in all different stages of their life. Mm. Um, so it was just interesting. And also some of them have been like divorced and remarried or some of them have like. Wow. Had, super candid. Yeah. Like a lot of them had like, they were very candid. Wow. Um, which is also why it was so funny because I was like, I, know, so I can't raw. believe they're telling us these things. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was amazing. Wait, that's so know. cute. I loved it. Was it like a host and then they were asking questions or like was it like you guys would like raise your hand? Yeah, no, it was like we sum- there was a QR code above the screen. Oh my God, cute. And so you just submit a co- like a question and then um, my little would like ask them the questions and it was just so funny i love that like the worst date story like the best date story like it was just so funny so i wish we had that when i was there yeah like a ton of alumni like actually reached out and asked to like come or like for them to like record it but like they won't send out the recording now because they're like i don't want this all out on the internet but that's true that's totally fair um but it was so fun i loved it Oh, it's really, like you said, it's nice to see your professors in a different light. Like, they yeah. actually are people, too. They it's have like the lives. end of the day. We're all humans. They like, don't just live to, like, gray your papers. Like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny, but it was fun. Oh, okay. And then what about... Oh, you, said, you already said you're low. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, trying to think of my low. Mm, maybe my low is feeling this constant pressure to always be doing things the new york lifestyle i know it would be nice if i and this is just something that i need to like work on is allowing myself the time and space to just do nothing sometimes like it's okay that you know weekends are not packed to the brim i could just relax Mm -hmm. um so i think i'm finding like during i'm just okay this is what i realized i'm just a morning day person i like to be out there doing things during the day but the nighttime comes around i'm not the biggest night owl like i kind of want to be like chilled out ready for bed (laughs) like i don't like go out super Mm -hmm. late so i think just finding the balance of being okay with that and like being okay with maybe some nights i just like stay in and that's fine yeah yeah it's tough in new york but I think it's so necessary because if you I think it's better to just take those nights than to like burn out after like two weeks. No, exactly. Like and I think I've become pretty good at like really only saying yes to the things I genuinely want to do because I know that if I don't want to do it and I go, I'm not going to be a good time. Like I know I I kind of wear my emotions on my face. So I'm kind of like if I don't want to be there, like you could see it on my face. And that's not a fun vibe to be around. Yeah. Damn. I know. All right. So that was a long (laughs) catch up. That was a long catch up. Okay. So let's just set the tone for the week and share our Sunday intentions. All right, Allison, what's your intention for the week? 
So this week, I'm really going to continue to find confidence in my voice. I think both in and out of the workplace. Um, I think that growing up, I've always just kind of been a people pleaser. And like we've talked about this. I'm trying to uncover it. I'm not in therapy right now, but like I'm trying to uncover it myself. And I think it has a lot to do with like how I was, you know, raised. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important that I need to find confidence in my opinion and really be decisive and be confident in knowing like I know what I'm doing too. Like I can't just be so like doubtful and think that like someone else's opinion is more valuable than mine. So I think that is going to be my be my intention for the week, not only in the workplace, but also outside of the workplace with like my relationships and um not always catering to someone else, like also vocalizing like what I need and what I want. Um, but I think, yeah, I'm going to work on that this week. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I love that. What is your intention for the week? Okay. My intention for the week is basically, I feel like a lot of things in my life have just like been unexpected lately. Um, and so my intention is to just roll with the unexpected things happening in my life like Mm -hmm. everything's meant to happen and everything that is meant to happen will happen right and everything that is not meant to happen will not happen and so I think I just like plan my schedule so so much like I have like these things going on like exciting things planned and then it doesn't happen I'm just like should it have like you know what I mean like it's like I had all these expectations tied to certain things which Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have from the beginning and so this week I really want to remind myself is like things are not just going to like be exactly how I planned or exactly how I envisioned it and at the end of the day like for me I think that like God has a greater plan and it's just gonna work out better than I could ever expect it to so I need to keep reminding myself that that is amazing Letting go of control. Oh, yes. It's it's tough, but <laughs> necessary. But a good intention to walk into the week with. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now let's hop into our current faves. All right, Allison, what's your first favorite? Okay, so I've, I don't know. I think I have talked about this before, but literally... I use it every day. My first favorite are these Beyond Yoga workout sets. I literally swear by these. This was like a summer thing. I wore them so much in the summer. I've been wearing these sets for like more than a year. Um, I basically wear the crop tank and the biker short. In the winter, I'm still wearing it because I just sweat so much. Like leggings for me is like too constricting. Like I need to be wearing shorts. Um, they're just the best. Like I love Lululemon Align material, but it's it's a little bit like slippery, I think. I think the Beyond Yoga ones are a lot more buttery and like cottony. If mm. you've never tried, like please, please try them. They are so comfortable. I do them or I wear them for like Pilates. I wear them when I'm spinning. Like it's just the best and it's super flattering. Come in so many colors. Like you should see my closet. It's literally just like seven different colors of these sets. I have like black and gray and marbled gray and brown and red. It, it's it's so <laughs> funny. When I like something, I just buy it in like a million colors. So I've been loving those. I wear them literally every day when I work out and they are a little bit 
pricey, but be- I've literally been wearing them every single day for more than a year and they've held up really well in the wash. So I've been loving those. Would you say they pill? They do not pill. Oh like, they, my gosh. Game changer. You gotta feel it in person, but like the material is just so good. It's so good. Like I love my Lululemon Aligns, but they pill. The crotch area pills. Like it's yeah. not cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's but tough. no, these are great. I, I need to try those. So good. I'm excited. All right. What's your first fave? Okay. So first favorite. I linked these on my ins- on our Instagram, I guess, a couple weeks ago at this point. Um, they're the Abercrombie & Fitch cargo joggers. And they're literally like butter, like a line butter, like material. They're so comfy. They aren't like too tight. They're very like baggy, which I like, but they're not too big. I actually ordered these. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm actually looking at the website right now because I want to order the cream color. Um, and they're on sale. I hopefully they're on sale when this episode goes up. I know. Everyone's running a sale. I know. But these are like literally on sale for thirty five. Yeah, thirty five dollars, mm. which I think is a steal for like really good pants. Like yep. I. Not gonna lie, I wore these going out. Like, they're kind of like sweatpant material, but I put on like a black, like corset top with like these joggers and like my Air Force no, Ones. No, that's so cute. And I went out with that last night. And so like, day to night. Yeah, exactly. Like I wore them during the day. Fully went to dinner in them. Um, and Are then they like a like, sweatpant material? Kind of, but from a distance, you can just see like the cargo pocket on the side. Yeah. So like, they don't look. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, they don't Mm -hmm. look like actual sweatpants, which honestly, I don't really care. I'm a senior. I feel like I like I'm going to if I'm going to go out like I'm going to be comfy, comfy. So as you should, girl, let's normalize wearing sweatshirts to the bars. (laughs) I I was the only effort like my roommate and I were the only people wearing jackets. It was like 30 degrees. Oh, they all wearing like tanks and stuff. Yeah. And like Mm. I was wearing a tank top, too. But like. I wore a jacket because I was freezing yeah, and I'm I was like, get sick. I'm not trying to get sick. And I also don't want to be miserable in this cold weather. Uh, not worth. So anyways, yeah, I love these joggers. Highly, highly, highly recommend like my favorite pants. I'm excited to get them in the mail. I'm so excited for you to have them. Like they're <laughs> so good. Okay. This always happens though, where you like buy something and it, it was like already like I was it was on my radar. I'm like, I don't know how this always happens. <laughs> or it's like I have something you're like, oh, yeah, like I, I've heard about that. Yeah, like, I don't know how this happens. I, I I feel like Abercrombie is just stepping up lately. Like I was on my website this morning trying to order the cream ones, like the pants that they have, like, oh, is the Atlanta store still open? They are, but they don't have a lot. At least I don't go there a lot. because It's kind of dangerous. There's only one New York store open now like oh, they're really? really just focusing on being dtc and i see a lot of their stuff are like online exclusives which i mean yeah it's definitely more convenient but sometimes i just want to go in the store and like quickly try something on yeah. like, i don't have to deal with the hassle of returning i will say yeah the returning i usually just go in store to return but i buy everything right. online yeah also i feel like my maybe this is something i don't know why but i feel like my willingness to pay for products is higher online than it is in store which is no, it so definitely odd is. it definitely is because i'm always like the oh, transaction feels it. less like, like real oh my god yeah I'm giving my credit card like no just enter a number bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a few days oh wait i ordered this 
I mean, in person, um, it's like you really debate because in person, yeah. you're really you're not gonna walk. You're not away gonna return something, something. Yeah, that you know exactly. Like I'm only buying things I 100 like really really like. I have to. Yeah, when I'm standing there in the dressing room, yes. I'm like, I have to think. Especially nowadays, I'm like trying not to be like only wearing one thing for one outfit. Right. I'm very. Tra- I'm trying to be very intentional with my purchases, and so. I have to like think of at least three ways to wear one thing before I can buy it. And so I'm standing in the store just like <laughs> mentally. I'm like, is this going to work? Whereas Stop. like if I'm at home, yeah. I can go on Pinterest. I can like look at other inspiration. So it's just like, it's different. But you I know what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, I've been making because sometimes I have this issue where I like the certain pieces that I see online, mm-hmm. but I buy them and I'm like, wait, I never wear them. And it's because yeah. I don't know how to put them together or I don't have something that will work with this pant or whatever. Yeah. So I've been doing, you're going to think I'm psycho. I've been doing like PowerPoints where I'll wait, literally, I, love this. I will Can you share, send me them? I will, I will share it to you. <laughs> it's like, I put the jogger and this top and the shoes together. I'm like, okay, that's an outfit. Like, then I'm, like, confident yeah. in my decision. I'm, like, okay, then I'm going to wear this to it. And I literally label it. I'm, like, okay, this is a dinner fit. This is a work <laughs> fit. Like, <laughs> this is literally, like, you're, like, designing, like, clueless outfits <laughs> in your closet. Like, that's – I love that. That it's, is incredible. It definitely will increase the chance of you wearing something because you're, like, oh, like, I already have this outfit in my head. Like, I'm not yeah. great at, like, when I purchase it online, like, knowing exactly how to, it'll work. I'm, like, eh, if I get these pants, I'll find them. I'll find I'll find a way to make them work eventually. Yeah, but like, no, I can't do that. No, I try to do that in my head, but like, <laughs> it doesn't work out all the time. <laughs> no, exactly. Anyways, okay, what is your second favorite? Okay, second fave. I've just been on such a snack kick, and like, you are the snack gal. Honestly, like, literally I don't know out of my friends, you I was are. Say like that is. I don't you. know how people aren't snack. You know what it is. I've always I've always said this it's because my my dad growing up and he still does it to this day I'm 22 years old and he still does it to this day every day after dinner still has a snack it's like it's just like his That's, thing it definitely is like it's your it's an it's passed down yeah it's it's genetic <laughs> <laughs> it's genetic the snacking um, I don't know how people are not into snacks I'm like oh my god this is like what? yeah I don't snack <laughs> like that is crazy to me I mean I'm like, like this brings me so much joy I feel like I I drink I eat like fruit, like that. No, that's the healthy grapes. way to do it. That's great. I just it's funny because I have all these snacks in my my what's it called pantry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally don't even go in my pantry that much. Like I everything comes out of my fridge or like my freezer. But that's I don't snack good. a lot. But yeah, I'm a snacker. Yeah, it's mostly when I'm like working from home. Like when I'm in the office, I don't really think about it. But like when I'm home, like <laughs> you're like hey, I like, need snacks. Like, what's in the pantry? It's like. You know, so fave snack recently, it's been the Boom Chicka Pop purple, mm. the kettle corn. Like that shit is like crack. Oh like God. I, it really is. It's so good. Um, I mean, there's not nothing much to it. It's literally just like kettle corn, sweet and salty. And I just, I, I love popcorn. I just, Ugh, no, I I'm want that it now. person. Um, I know. So <laughs> I've been loving that. And that's been my go-to snack. I have like phases where like sometimes I'm a big snacker at night after dinner that's like my time so sometimes I'll have popcorn sometimes it'll be pretzels I'm just like I'm into like the weird snacks like (laughs) popcorn pretzels like that's my crack (laughs) I love it that popcorn I remember when when you were so like for big little um oh my god you said that was your freshman year it was my favorite snack that Allison bought me this bitch 
like a ton of boom chicka pop like an absurd amount I like i had to decorate like, the bed yeah like the whole sorority thing but like it was so funny how much boom chicka pop like we were eating it for like months <laughs> like that's how say. much boom chicka pop you gave me it was like i'm pretty sure you gave me like five or ten bags worth like of like big the big bags ones. Yeah. yeah oh my god that's I was like, so oh funny i remember buying because okay so when we were decorating your bed, you had to include your favorite snacks and candies and stuff. And it was so funny. Like, you know, people would be like, oh, like I like potato chips and I like chocolate. Like, no, this girl liked this like very specific gummy bear. So I had to like hunt down for these gummy bears and boom, she could pop in fruit. I'm like, okay, here's a plate. of. She grapes. literally, she bought me like, I remember you got me like bags of like apples and oranges <laughs> <laughs> and they were just laying on my bed. <laughs> Oh my god. So funny. That is so oh my god, I missed that. That was iconic. I know. know. My great grand little just had her like big little reveal, whatever. Um and it's just so weird because now we have like what is it? I know like seven generations now. Or six generations of our family, which is crazy. So Oh my god. The whole sorority life. I feel like I'm so like like, so so distant from from it, it, but yeah. All right, Sometimes. what is your second fave? Okay, second fave. I bought this, this bodysuit, guys. I know. Oh my god, we're just we're just getting into the we're second just, fave. Right? <laughs> we're just chatty um, today. Yeah, we're really chatty. But I got the free people black bodysuit. I got it off a of revolve, and it's just like basic black bodysuit, but mm-hmm. it's like a low circle Ooh, cut okay and i saw a youtuber wearing it and i was like i feel like i need that because i have the aritzia square neck bodysuits which yeah. i absolutely love like highly 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 recommend um i just felt like i needed a different style because i i literally wear that all the time right and so i was like i might as well buy this one and i really like this one because it's like it's very low cut which i like because um I don't know. It's just like a good like night one. Like I'm yeah. not going to wear it during the day because that's a little too much. But it's definitely like an easy going out outfit, easy dinner outfit. Like so simple. Like literally just pair that with. Honestly, I can wear that with a cream joggers I'm about to buy on yeah. from Abercrombie. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. I've been like so into buying clothes lately just because I feel like spring's coming around. And I've just been trying to buy like, I don't know, for me, I just couldn't find and I still haven't found an amazing pair of like jeans or oh, like certain gosh. little things. Yes. And so I've been trying to like test and learn. I bought like a pair of like new Nike shoes that I'm really excited about. They're coming in the mail soon. So I'm just trying to like kind of revamp my closet. Not that it needs it, but like I just I love doing that. You know what we I mean? We love we love it. We do. So I've just been really into the fashion lately funny you mentioned the revamping of the closet because like last week when i was doing my spontaneous outing out everyone in new york city has like the the most unique style like i swear to god you walk i mean not everyone but like for the most part where i was everyone was rocking like something so unique Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god i was talking to my friend i'm like i'm so inspired to like revamp my whole style i'm like but then but then i know myself and like the style that i was looking at i'm like it looks great on them it's just not me yeah like i'm just not a thrifter and like a lot of people in new york they wear very like out there thrifted things and like they look so dope but like that's Mm -hmm. just not my style um 
So I was like, oh my God, like I kind of want to revamp my style. But then, you know, you have this like crisis. You're like, what is my style? Exactly. Where do I shop? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. Cause I, I watch all these like YouTubers and Instagram people and all these like influencers, whatever. And I love their style. It looks so mm-hmm. good on them. And I'm like, I think the issue was like last year when I was buying a ton of clothes, I was buying things that I thought looked like their clothes like look like their style yep and i was like that's gonna look really cool on me which i don't mind how it looks on me yeah but it's just not me so it's, it's like just not you now i'm really being intentional about like it, one are these things going to be able to be worn like at least three different times right two is this actually my style like am i going to feel really comfortable and confident in it and if i'm not then, like i'm not going to buy it so like that's yeah. what i've been kind of thinking about when i'm purchasing things like the super oversized baggy style in terms of like like jeans or big tops like that's a huge trend now yeah it's a huge trend but I don't love it on me mm, like I just don't feel super totally confident agree. in it yeah. or like having like really baggy pants like even like I ones totally that are like agree. flow pants like they're comfy but I just it doesn't feel like me so I'm just right. like one I'm like I need to sell some of the clothes I bought last year <laughs> but two I'm just like I need to like pick more clothes that are my style like that I'm comfortable with 100% like I think sometimes same I'll like look at influencers and I'm like I love their style I love their vibe but I need to like admire their vibe but not try to be that yeah because I exactly I don't even know like I'm looking at I mean I'm thinking about my style I think my style is just very you're very chic and simple It's, it's very simple and like I guess chic is the word just like yeah. very um not Brooklyn thrifted like that's I love it and I love like the street style look but it's yeah. just not me like I can't it's just like you said I don't love myself when I'm wearing like baggy jeans and um like a bomber jacket that's just not me yeah. but I love the style I yeah it looks so good like we get to admire other people wearing it right. but it's just not us no and I mean I think we also have to remember like influencers celebrities these people like they have the privilege of being able to also like have these multiple styles in their closet yeah like, they're exactly. able to one day be super chic next day be super like baggy and like you know street style but like when you're dealing with the budget and when you don't have like an endless supply of clothes you have to be very intentional like and space honestly yeah, no exactly yeah so anyways. anyway <laughs> <laughs> this intro was so long-winded but like honestly i loved it so hopefully you guys liked it too yes so be sure to check out more of our faves on our website sendyglowpod.com and with that let's dive into this week's episode okay so this week like we mentioned last week we we just love chatting and so our horoscope ran quite long and so we wanted to continue this week on with our personality types but talk more about our Enneagram and our Myers-Briggs um, which I'm excited about because I feel like these really dive deep like you have your horoscope which is kind of like everyone just based on like when your birth date is but these are really going to get into like we actual we actually took tests on these so it'll be interesting to see how these kind of look in our right. lives. And I think it's interesting, like these two really are correlated with what you're going through in life right now. Like we'll talk about it, but like my Enneagram right now, it may be very different than what it was a year or two ago. And it may be very different than what it's going to be in a year or two. So that's just where we're at right now. 100%. I totally agree. Do you want to start with your Enneagram? 
Yeah. So if you guys didn't know, I feel like the best way to describe the Enneagram is a test you take that will categorize you in nine different numbers based on different behaviors. So I will have the Enneagram test linked in the show notes so that you guys can find out what you are. But overarching, I'm an Enneagram three. And just to kind of give like an overall headline. So threes are success oriented, pragmatic, charming, adaptable, and driven. And the key motivations of a three, they want to be affirmed. They want to distinguish themselves from others. They want to have attention to be admired and to impress others. Don't know how I feel about that description, but we'll talk about it. What about you? What's your Enneagram? Okay. My Enneagram is type seven. Um, but I also have like really strong type in three and one. Mm-hmm. But um, basically type sevens are ones that want to experience everything life has to offer. Very optimistic, spontaneous, high spirited, um, constantly seeking new opportunities, may become distracted in some time, in some ways. Um, they also focus on their talents on, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, become very appreciative and joyous and satisfied and essentially just very busy people who are trying to squeeze out every possible little bit of enjoyment um in life so Mm. it's very me i was gonna say i don't i don't know that many type sevens but i feel like for you that is very accurate like i definitely see you as someone who is always looking for another opportunity is always like it's always pretty excited about what they're doing they're not like sitting down feeling like what you're doing right now is super mundane like if you feel mundane you're gonna seek something else exactly yeah the only thing is like I like it's it seems like this person the type seven is someone who's like basically like we talked about this before how like our instagrams don't look like ourselves and like real life and I feel like I'm a very chill person but my Instagram doesn't show that. And my type seven doesn't necessarily show that. But right. I am a very chill person. Like I'm I'm spontaneous. I'm always busy. But I also like find a lot of time for myself to like chill. Right. Okay. So. I think that the word chill is just so hard though because I have another friend and she's like, I'm so chill. I'm like, you are the opposite of chill. Like <laughs> I think you can be someone who – I think maybe chill, when I think of chill, it's someone who – isn't routine oriented, isn't structure oriented, is very like wakes up and it's like, what am I going to do today? I don't know. No, not me. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, wait, no, but maybe it's like you are more structure oriented, routine oriented, goal driven, et cetera. But you also in other areas of your life are more go with the flow. It's not like your way or the highway with certain things. I think what I meant by chill is more like I take time for myself. Like I'm not like, like, I'm a go, go, go kind of person in terms of, like, doing certain things, certain days, whatever. But I also, like, I find a lot of time for myself to just, like, be alone and just have my independence in a sense. Yeah. Which I feel like sometimes this type 7 might come across as, like, very, like, this extroverted, like, living the extravagant <laughs> life, like, always socializing type thing. But, like, that is mm. not me. So. Got it. So it's, it's like you are opportunistic, Mm -hmm. goal driven, and 
also not afraid to and like very intentional about recharging on your own and like not always feeling the need to be out there all the time yeah exactly so I feel like for my three okay just reading this blurb it says healthy threes know how good it feels to develop themselves and contribute their abilities to the world and they also enjoy motivating others to greater personal achievements than others thought they were capable of threes are often successful and well-liked because of all the types they most believe in themselves and in developing their talents and capacities threes fear that they are nobody and have no value oh that is very oh my god i don't even know where this boils from but i definitely relate to that like i think especially my closest friends i try to be like the biggest cheerleader and yeah i was about to say this is yeah like oh my god like yeah we're gonna do it like yeah yeah, you're gonna do it there's not a doubt in my mind like it's not gonna happen um and you're almost that person that's like let me push you to do that like it's not like even just like like verbally telling us like yeah you can do this you can do that like i remember when i was when we were in chicago and we were vlogging um, oh, I was like nervous I, I was like I know I was nervous though because I was like I just got this camera like we we're just about to like vlog in public like kind of weird um not that it's going anywhere but it's just like for the memories but I was like nervous about it and you were like give me the camera like let's go like <laughs> and you were like fully like okay Christine like what are we doing today like you know what I mean like oh yeah no, like you will right. physically say like okay so what are the action steps that you need to take to like do what you need to do so I think this is you yeah, no, actually, when you say that example, that's totally right. And like when I have some, okay, I think this is the big thing. A lot of my friends, they will come to me like fearing something that they're about to do or like not thinking like, oh, I'm not like, I can't do that. And I'm like, yes, you can. Like, <laughs> I feel it's like, like, why I'm not? Like a mom, I'm like, okay, like, let's go. Like, yeah, and like, I'm very much, okay, let's take a step back and let's like create a plan for you to get there. If you're not, happy about this one thing like for example if you really want to try out this passion um and you don't know how to get there I'm like okay let's figure it out like I will I'm more than happy to I think sit down with someone and be like okay like let's think of ways to like get you to where you want to be I feel like I'm a motivational coach but yeah um I think the funny thing though is if I were to receive that, I don't think I love it as much. I'm oh, kind really? of yeah. I'm kind of like <laughs> lay off. Like I can do it on my own. <laughs> okay, I was just gonna say like you are very like you, yes, you do that with other people, mm-hmm. but I think you also have a really good ability to take any challenge that comes at you. And I think you've talked about your work to me a lot. And I think that just like hearing what you're saying, like you're able to take a lot of work and like deduce it down to like the actual steps that you need to do. So I think it's almost like you can do it for yourself. You don't Mm, need someone else to do it. Yeah. Right. Like you, you create Excel spreadsheets, you create all these sticky notes. Like you know exactly how to like Mm. deduce a problem and figure out how to solve it versus like someone might need a little bit of push or a little bit of motivation to kind of get over that hump but you totally. kind of have that internal motivation within yourself yeah and the funny thing is with threes as I mentioned they fear about being a nobody having no value so for me I find a lot of my validation in being a value to someone else mm. like in knowing that like oh I can really help Christine like you know f- find more confidence when she's vlogging like that brings me mm-hmm. some fulfillment yeah you know that's so interesting yeah um and then it's interesting so for threes 
there are obviously some there are some things that we need to work on because of this desire to always like be achieving and um helping like achieve the next thing with other people so it says that for our real development it's essential to be truthful be honest with yourself and others about your genuine feelings and needs likewise try to resist the temptation to impress others or inflate your importance you will impress people more deeply by being authentic than by bragging about your successes it's also important to take breaks you can drive yourself and others to exhaustion with your relentless pursuit of your goals um and also try to develop charity and cooperation relationships. You can do this by taking time to pause in a busy day to really connect with someone. And this is literally what I was talking about with Christine is like mm-hmm. when I first started working, the three in me is like, oh my God, I need to achieve and execute. Like just yeah. focus on the task. <laughs> just get it done. Be relentless about it. Which I mean mm-hmm. to the boss, like up, up there, like they're like great job, right? But to the people working with me they're probably like Allison is so annoying because all she's focused on is getting the job done she's not like really focused on developing this relationship so as I was talking to Christine about before one of my goals for 2022 especially the work field is to really focus on developing those like genuine relationships with my coworkers, not just viewing the relationship as like transactional but really viewing it as like we are a team we're working on this together we're providing um what we need for each other so I think a, a big fault of threes is like we're so you know, action oriented and achievement oriented that you can lose sight of the other important things like relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I should be finding validation from these achievements. Like I was, it was so funny. I was telling Christine about like the Peloton ride, right? Mm -hmm. Like you guys know I've been into Peloton and I like did my 100th ride and I was like that, like it was an achievement. Yeah. But also it didn't bring me like it wasn't like I got to the 100th ride and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I'm like, mm. same shit tomorrow. Like, it, it's not like it was the end <laughs> it's of It's in the all, journey. You know? No, it is. Um, so, yeah. But, okay, about the three, it's about the sevens. Okay, so what are the strengths, weaknesses of a seven? Because I feel yeah. like it's similar to a three, but different. It's very similar to a three. Also, like, I'm 92% a three. Got it. And 98% a seven. So, like, I'm very close in that. I think definitely some of the strengths that you highlighted about, like, motivating others and doing that, I, like, see myself doing that in some ways, but definitely, like, not to the extent that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I can definitely see, like, certain parallels in that. Um, but in terms of the seven, um, my strengths are high levels of energy and optimism, Yes and no. Like I definitely need to recharge and definitely the optimism. I think for sure the energy one is the one that like kind of is a little iffy on me because I'm just like, I'm not a hundred percent all the time. I don't think anyone is, but I think some people really get high energy out of like, maybe it's just the people I surround myself with that have extreme, extreme levels of energy. So I'm like, (laughs) that ain't me, but I know some people, they wake up and they're like, off like bouncing off the wall yeah so ready to go i'm like like, morning routine soul cycle like (laughs) give me some time to chill yeah yeah so i wouldn't say that's me but when it comes to like i think the energy that i bring into a room or bring into like i just think of like me going to like work this past summer like i think my energy is what was setting me apart from other people just because i have i think what comes through my energy is my optimism Mm -hmm. and so i think that was one of my strengths or is one of my strengths. Um, thinking quickly and creatively or being able to see many options or solutions. I think that is pretty true. I like yep. to like look at things in different ways and try to find like different parallels, even from like 
the, I guess, furthest perspective. Like I try not to get, I overthink things a lot, but I try a lot to step back and say like, okay, what is the big picture? Like, is there something like going in this direction that I can change? Whatever. Um, easily handle change in plans is a strength as well, which I think is actually pretty true. I think so too. I think I'm pretty adaptable when it comes to plans and stuff like that. Um, I I always remind myself, I'm like, you never know what anyone's going through. So it's like, um, yeah. So whenever someone tries to change a plan on me and I get annoyed by it, I'm just like, eh, they might be going through something like, and I don't need to get annoyed about something that's like happening a certain way because I can't change it. So, um, that's strength. I've never had an experience with you though, where it's like, if something didn't go your way or like a plan didn't go to hand and you were like, like, like mad about it. I feel like yeah, if, it's like, like, for example, something as small as like, if we were, if we we're supposed to record at like nine and I was like, Hey, can we actually record at 10? You're like, okay, you're never like, cause it's like, if I really appreciate about well, you. Cause like, I also don't want to like, like one, I think it kills the mood when we get to record it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, why walk into that situation where you need, where it's like, if I were to be okay with it now, like I can't change it. Like you have stuff going on. I have stuff going on. Like we just have stuff like life happens. Very much. Um, I think for me, whenever something, I guess, weird comes my way or like odd or like unexpected, I just kind of sit back and I'm like in 24 hours, is this going to really matter to me? Like if it Mm. is, maybe I'll get mad about it, but like usually not like 99% not. So that's when I'm like, okay, I'm just going to deal with it. Um, I think Christine is, like, actually one of the most, like, I think you're, like, very selfless. Like, you're very much, I guess that's just the perfect word to describe. Like, I think you, it it doesn't have to be your way or the highway, one. And that's like so she, funny that you say that because my family would not agree. <laughs> I mean, family probably thinks I'm also, like, very much, no, my God, my mom thinks I'm, like, she's like it's either allison's way or no one's yeah happy. Like, exactly <laughs> that's probably my mom would say perspective. too yeah um i feel like christine is very yeah like selfless like i don't think it's very okay here's here's the situation if we had reservations to go to this place at 11 and you're 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 timely you get there at 11 and i'm your friend and i'm running like 15 minutes late and i show up there i am not going to be afraid that christine's gonna be mad at me for being 15 minutes late like i know she'll understand like you're a very mm-hmm. understanding selfless person Just yeah say that. Thank yes. you. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think it all just boils down to like the 24 hour rule for me. It's like, is this going to matter rules, in 24 yes. hours? Like, yes, I'm probably going to be annoyed for like a second. But yeah. like, what are you going to do? Like, is she just going to magically appear? Like, it's you know what I mean? Like, and I think if I were to show up, you wouldn't like hold a grudge and be like, yeah, because then it's just going to kill the vibe for the rest of the, right, like, the brunch right. or whatever we're doing. So it's like it doesn't make sense to even like be mad about something mm-hmm. like that. And then something's like as time, especially like it's just people have stuff going on, especially like traveling nowadays. So but totally it's under- so rare to have that perspective of like being able to step back and be like, but like people have stuff going on, like everyone's going through something like no, it's very rare yeah. to, be able to have that perspective. I don't know yeah. how I don't know how and maybe that's, that's part of like the type seven thing. But yeah, um, anyways, weaknesses. Yes. <laughs> Got a lot of those, too. Um, difficulty committing to plans in advance. Actually, I don't think this is true about me. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, so so that's like a type seven weakness tendency to grow bored easily a hundred percent that is true for sure <laughs> very true what's I'm like, on to the next i literally i'm like i can't i that's the thing it's like 
maybe this is a good thing, a bad thing. I don't know. But I like I, I tell myself, I'm like, okay, like I'm going to chill when I reach that goal. I'm going to like be so like excited to do nothing this summer or like, you know what I mean? Like I have like yeah. all these like future intentions on being bored. Like I like am anticipating my boredness. But when I get to that moment, it's like, what's the new thing I can do now? Like, right. I could just never sit still. So I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing, but that's a definitely a weakness. Um, being perceived as self-centered. We were just saying that I was selfless, but my parents, I think, would probably say the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just like, I don't know what it is. I think. Yeah. In what way? Is it is it more like with your family? You're more like, we need to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's all, it's always, like, my way or the highway when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, where we're going out to dinner or, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the little things like that. Yeah. Um, or maybe, like, so funny. especially growing up as a kid, like, I was not, I mean, I was a good kid, but I was always, yeah. like, I I still remember these, like, arguments that I've ha- had with my mom where I'm, like, at the end of it or, like, looking back now, I, like, apologize to her. I'm, like, I don't know how you deal with me. Like, I, like you were <laughs> right all along, obviously, because, like, my mom has had, like, bajillion times more and more experience than I've had so yeah it's just like I don't know what it is I think for me I've patience it's a patience I also think like I'm very independent and sometimes I can feel very like overwhelmed by too much like control maybe is what yeah my family is very like these are the rules like this is what you have to do stuff like that so it's like maybe that like newfound independence that I have with like friendships and college and um a little bit more independence that I have with my family I think is where I've kind of exited my childlike self-centeredness with like stuff like that into like a more selfless version of myself mm-hmm. but anyways um one more weakness making impulsive or rash decisions yeah I do you definitely think this is you yeah I feel like I just like when I like get my mind set on something, I get my mind set on something when it yeah. comes to like certain things, like maybe it's like shopping or like doing certain other things. Like I'm just like, Oh, you know, like, I'll just go with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm. when I get my heart set on something, it's like, especially if it's something coming out of myself, like that yeah. I can control. It's like, I'll do that. Right. But I need to like step back and maybe think about it a little bit. That's so, I think that's definitely where we differ, where like you maybe are like making more impulsive decisions. I feel like that's, I think one of my weaknesses actually is I don't Mm. make impulsive decisions. I almost like think too much about it before I decide. I'm like replaying all, or I'm not even replaying, I'm playing all the situations in my head um that's like how things can go and then and then I'll decide (laughs) I have a lack of that I'm like Mm. I don't think of all the situations of like how things can play out um which is actually so it's so interesting because I was like I'm in this like entrepreneurship type like startup accelerator thing for my school so like I ideally want to start a business one day and we have this advisor and she was we were talking to her yesterday and we're talking about our ideas and like stuff like that and she's just like okay you're thinking way too far ahead and like Uh thinking so big picture maybe that's like me overthinking like she's like you need to start small you need to think ahead of just like what's in front of you what you have access to right now like you can't think so big scale (laughs) and I think for me it's like I have like I can't sit still I don't want to be bored so it's like 
I would rather like think big and make this big decision to jump for the big, big things. Whereas like, obviously that's not going to work. Like you have to start small and then work your way up. And so I think it's just like every aspect of my life, I tend to like think big, think spontaneously and think it's all going to work out. But really I need to step back and like make it a more calculated plan Mm -hmm. so that it works out better in the end. Yeah. It's funny. I just think about my mom because she's very much like, so she like with my, they, my parents both run a business together. My dad is very much, he's like big picture, but more so focused on the task at hand. Like, let me see what I can do every single day. It's very like persistent, committed, diligent. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom is like, has these like wild dreams and I think they're <laughs> great, but she's like, she's so funny she's like I have these great ideas I just need someone to help me like get there yeah I know um but that's the hard part is is finding someone who's both big picture and able to like work on the little things Mm -hmm. and have that like small vision of like being able to execute Mm -hmm. so that's tough it is tough but I think that's also why it's great to have like a partner that might be the opposite so it's like totally we're able to balance off each other mm-hmm. so all right should we jump into the myers-briggs because we're kind of getting yeah, a little far along um do you want to start us off okay so myers-briggs basically after you take this test it gives you four letters that'll characterize the person you are so the first letter is either e or an i for extroverted or introverted and this will determine how you interact with the environment the N is either, I think it's an N or a I'm not I, sure what the other one is. Because I think we're both N's. So yeah, intuitive either, or not intuitive. It, <laughs> I don't know. It's intuitive. Hold on. Let me look. Um, e, t, t, t. Everything I'm looking at is like, oh, it's either intuitive or sensing. Mm. so either s or an n and that is about how you direct your energy f is f or t is how you make decisions and cope with emotions so either you're feeling or you are judge is it judging i think that's the last one oh i'm not good at this guys it's <laughs> either feeling or something, something else. with a t we'll leave the test below so you guys can um yeah. Take it yourself and I see just know what my you own. are. Yeah. And then a J is your approach to work. So the way I look at it is the last letter will be the biggest determinant in how well you guys work together because you're either judging or you're, I think it's P is perception. So J's are typically people who are very much more like routine, mm-hmm. structure. Both of deadlines. us. Yep. So, Okay. Kicking us off, do you want me to just kind of give a high level of what I am? Yeah. Okay, so the funny thing is I used to be, when I took this last, I think it was last year, I used to be an ENFJ, but I have now become an INFJ. So I, meaning I'm more introverted, N, I direct my energy in a more intuitive way, F, I'm more feeling when I'm making my decisions, and J, I approach my work with a more judging way. So INFJs were known as the advocate. We have a deep sense of idealism and integrity, but we're able to take the concrete steps to realize the goals and make a lasting impact. Um, 
INFJs, we value deep, authentic relationships and tend to take great care with others' feelings. That being said, it's important for us to also prioritize reconnecting with ourselves and spend time alone to decompress and recharge processing my own thoughts and feelings. Sometimes we are so focused on our ideals, we don't take care of ourselves. We feel like we can't rest until we've achieved our unique visions of success, which is very true. And advocates tend to find or they tend to feel the need that they need to find a mission for their lives. So it's so interesting how INFJs are the advocate and what I used to be an ENFJ is the protagonist. I think this is very true. Whereas like as I've started working, as I started getting older, I definitely feel more of a need to really find my purpose in life, Mm. which sounds so broad, but I'm like, why? (laughs) It sounds like an existential existential question but like why am I here like what is my purpose I can't my purpose cannot simply just be to like chug out work and just like be a robot you know like why am I here what is the greater purpose so I think I've definitely been having more of those um questions and it's definitely forced me to prioritize being alone to have the ability to like have Mm. the space to have these thoughts and like process these ideas so I think that definitely explains why I went from like an ENFJ to now an INFJ. That is so interesting. And also right? I love how like the Myers-Briggs tells me different things about you than the Enneagram does. It does. Because this is very, like it's almost like we went from like the horoscope where it's like, this is based on your birth date. Then we yep. went to the Enneagram that's like type. So it's like one type. And then you have like the Myers-Briggs where it's like four different things that kind of define who you are. So I love I think all of this is so true about you. So what about you? Okay. Um, So oddly enough, I am now the protagonist, ENFJ. So last year I was INTJ, um, which, wait, you're INFJ, right? So we're pretty close um, based on what, we almost like switched roles in this way. I know. But E is for extroverted, which... I've honestly, because I took this test a couple weeks ago and I've been thinking about it lately, like just like in my head, I'm like, am I actually extroverted? (laughs) Like, I don't know. So I don't know. But anyways, extroverted, intuitive, feeling, judging. So like, I think our NFJs are the same this year. It's just the E and the I's that are different for extroverted and introverted. But essentially protagonists feel like they have a greater purpose in life. They're very thoughtful and idealistic. Um, they strive to have a positive impact on other people and on the world around them and they rarely shy away from an opportunity to do the right thing even when doing so is far from easy Um, it says that protagonists have a deeper sense of joy and fulfillment than guiding friends and loved ones to grow into their best selves Um, strengths they're reliable receptive passionate charismatic um, weaknesses unrealistic over idealistic i don't think that's true actually um intense and over empathetic so i think like in general i guess when i when i read the protagonist kind of like description i think that's me but i don't think the extroverted part is like deep down i think i am an introverted person but maybe because i've been able to like come back like after the pandemic like very Mm -hmm. different place now than i was a year ago maybe that's where the extroverted comes out but i do think like I do feel called to serve this greater purpose in life. I am very thoughtful. Um, I don't think I'm idealistic. Yeah. I feel like I'm a very dreamy person. Like I want to like 
when it comes to my thoughtfulness, I'm like, what can I think about today? That's like the next new opportunity. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, Uh maybe that part isn't necessarily me, but I do feel like I have a good sense of like joy and fulfillment in my life. Um, But yeah. It's interesting. I think for the Myers-Briggs, the the E versus the I, the extroverted versus introverted, I don't know if it's as much about like the, the you being like super social versus not. I think it's more about how you engage with the environment. So are you someone that's more seeking external validation or are you someone that's like very much living mm. in your own world? Like I, which I, I mean, I think now I'm relating to this more. I think I don't know if you feel this way, but like sometimes I feel like I'm very main character energy, which is like good and bad. But like that's probably where the eye comes from. Yeah, It's more like I just walk around kind of thinking like this is my story. (laughs) Okay, so that makes so that actually makes so much more sense because like I think that's in the place that you are right now, like in in like the in the city, big cities type thing, especially like living in such a big city with so many people you you kind of have to or else you're gonna get right? like wrapped Lost. up in like totally so many different identities um but I think for me I'm I was last year in my own world like I can see mm. my like I I can literally like close my eyes and like think of the person I was at a year ago and like where I was sitting what I was doing like the things that I was interacting with and I can see why I was an I but this year I would say like I am very driven by external forces maybe that's because like i'm surrounded by so many people now and like going to classes stuff like that i feel like there's a lot of societal pressures when it comes to like going to a university like there's always like those little things that are kind of not eating away at me but like always on my mind um so i would say then this makes sense yeah got it and then moving on to the N. So again, the N is like how you direct your energy. Are you more someone who we're both intuition people? So we are more like noticing big picture. We kind of see how everything connects. Mm-hmm. We enjoy ideas and like to describe things in a more, which is actually kind of true, in a more like figurative way. Mm-hmm. Whereas S people are more sensing. So they focus on more the reality of how things are. They pay attention to like concrete facts and details and they're much more literal. So I think that's both very Yeah, I feel like this whole podcast is relative to like being intuitive. Yeah. <laughs> we're very like... I mean, similar to you, I think I also have a pretty deep sense of like idealism and integrity. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. And then moving on to the F, we're both right feeling people. Yeah, feeling. So F basically, again, is like, how do you prefer to make decisions? Are you more thinking? Which is like, which is so not me. That was me um, last year. Like logical. Yeah. And you are able to kind of basically when you make decisions, like have a T-chart of like pros and cons, which is literally yeah. not me at all. Uh, now, that's so funny. I know. Now, F, so feeling is like you're much more based on um, decisions. You're basing your decisions on like personal values. What are your virtues? Yeah. And like, do these decisions align with like who I am? So it's more like that kind of um feeling way Mm -hmm. which I mean I think we both relate to and then the J again is like your approach to work so I think we both are judging people so we prefer to have things mattered 
we prefer to have things like settled and we think about like deadlines, rules, step-by-step instruction, things mm-hmm. like that versus P people perception there's is called perceiving um you kind of see rules and deadlines as like flexible you like to improvise as you go you're more spontaneous enjoy surprises new situations etc so I feel like that's kind of why we like work well together is because we both yeah. value like having those concrete deadlines definitely yeah yeah um but it's interesting so the for me the strengths and weaknesses of the INFJ so strengths are like your creative insightful passionate and principled but your weaknesses which is so true it's literally so true it's like you're reluctant to open up your perfectionist tendencies you're prone to burnout and you're sensitive to criticism which I don't like to admit about myself but like yeah I definitely am and I was talking about with my friend so you know how we talk about the whole like open conversation and we're like oh like am I open am I not open yeah yeah I actually think that I'm not very open, but yeah. I'm good at making other people feel like they can be open Yes, yes, 100%. That is exactly it, right? Yeah. So I was like, because I think a few weeks ago, I was like sitting down with, and this only happens when I'm like alone with my thoughts. And I was like, why do I feel like not only like not much, or it was more like, why do I feel like I don't really talk about myself with a lot of people Mm. and it's not other people's fault I think it's just more me maybe feeling like they don't want to hear about it or sometimes I think I go into like hang out with friends and my purpose of this hangout is like okay like we're gonna like talk about them and we're gonna like get to the bottom of like their business um more of like a listening kind of thing so I don't know I guess recently I've been feeling a little bit more like hey I kind of want that too for myself I kind of want to I kind of want to have a friend like me who makes me feel like comfortable enough to or like makes me feel like they want to hear about like what I'm going through versus me being that friend to someone else you know I will say this is exactly what you did before we started recording this because you were saying like, oh, like this is happening in work or whatever. And you're like, I don't know if you want to hear about it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think you'd like be interested in he- But like I was, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. So it's like. But like, I don't know why I feel the need to like preface that. Yeah, you don't need to. Like, I want to learn about your life. We're friends. <laughs> but- like even the nitty gritty things that you were telling me, it's like that's interesting to me like I I think that's cool like that's why we're friends like we both are interested in very similar things and like going through probably likely the same things in the next couple years so I think it's super interesting maybe I need to get better at being unapologetically yourself be unapologetically myself and like sharing more I think that's such a it's so funny but like that is like one of my intentions for the year is like to be more willing to share Mm -hmm. because I think I'm also realizing like it's not someone else's job to make you comfortable. Does that make sense? Like it's not someone else's job to be like, I want to hear this. It's like you just kind of have to like insert your opinion and like insert and share and then we'll see how they react. But someone, I can't be relying on someone like I hope they ask about my work. I hope they ask about my thing. Like I just have to share about it. Um, But that's an interesting thing. You should try that more. I know, right? Because, like, yeah, we we're talking, I was talking Even with Even with strangers, see how it feels. <laughs> like, no, I'm hey. serious. Like, no, because I feel like that'll be a good, like, like, uh, 
kind of just self-discovery type thing mm. like an exercise to see like I don't know just talk to some random boy and just be like let me tell you about my entire life and see how it kind of <laughs> how do you feel about it at the end of the day well you're so right because like obviously I tell Christine a lot about like dating life and all that jazz and what is the common thread with all these boys it's that i'm like why they, do they talk love about, themselves. about themselves because you i know think what? that you are because i don't because <laughs> yeah because you were like asking them about things and like you're you're because you're the kind of person that's like okay like let me learn everything about you and then you're like wait a minute they don't know anything about me exactly but so i can't blame yeah, them 100%. you gotta like i have to do it too yeah update okay. me on this that's i want to learning with me i want the experiment like actually to happen (laughs) it's like a self-discovery experiment i know so that's why i love these things because we're able to kind of pinpoint like what are your weaknesses that are maybe holding us back yeah 100 percent. okay what about you let's analyze you (laughs) okay i talked about my strengths and weaknesses a little bit but just um strengths reliable receptive passionate charismatic weaknesses unrealistic i think this is very true intense and overly empathetic um another one was like overly idealistic but i don't think that's true about me but i think okay unrealistic true um i think sometimes i live in this like fairy tale of like life is this and this and this like i can the possibilities are endless but sometimes i just need to like boil it back down to like no christine like (laughs) you're living like you need to be more realistic so i think that's definitely a weakness of mine um intense i don't I don't know. What do you think? I see. I don't even like that word. Yeah. I feel like the word's very intense. Like I'm like, <laughs> am I, I'm not that intense. I, okay. Here's the thing. I don't think you're intense per se, but I would say like once you're invested in something, you're all in. Yeah. Maybe that's a better way yeah. to put it. You're very invested. Yeah. Okay. That's another way to put it too. It's like in your friendships and relationships. I think once you like something, like someone, you're like all in. Like yeah, you are actually, 100%. That's, that's right. Maybe that's yeah. a better way. I to think put it. invested is a better word. Once I'm, yeah, once I'm in, I'm that. in. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to get out, which is an issue that I'm like still struggling with, like even to this day. Um, but yeah, I think that's very, very true. But see, it's funny because I don't even view that as a weakness, like someone that's all in. Because when you find a compatible friend or a relationship who values you, you being all in is like the biggest strength of all because you're committed to that person, right? It is. But I think the issue is like, I think for me, maybe this is just me like reverting back to, um, I think this is both in friendships and like potential relationships potential relationships that I've had in my past I am very reluctant to get invested in the beginning yes. when that's like the thing but then when it becomes too late or like when it becomes wrong oh. I'm already invested so it's like I'm like I'm still invested to this day but I know that I shouldn't be so I think right. that's like the tough part it's like I like, and I think it comes out of the fact that like I'm not that open so I'll sit back and be like I'm going to be reluctant to like get into this. Like I, I do voice my concerns sometimes. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Like I just don't know how I feel about these things. And then when it gets to the point where I'm invested, when I'm all in, the other person's not <laughs> like, it's like, mm. or they're not in, the, they're not acting in the way that they should be in order for me to be invested. Like I guess, and then I hold on to that. I, yeah. the first image of them versus like the image that they are today. You know what I mean? Right. So 
yeah, I think that is a weakness of mine because I need to be able to like detach myself from the idealistic person or friendship or whatever it could be in life. It could be a thing. It could be like an opportunity, whatever it is. I, when I get invested, I only think of like the dreamy idealistic form and not like what's sitting right in front of me. Got it. So that's, yeah, I would say that's definitely a weakness. Um, and then overly empathetic. I'm just an emotional gal. Um, (laughs) maybe that's a weakness. Maybe it's not. I think it's funny because like when I grew up, we talked about this a little bit, like probably last year at this point, but Mm -hmm. I, never showed emotions when I was a kid we did talk about this yeah yeah and now I cry all the time we're flooded with them <laughs> we're flooded with emotions so um okay. I think it's a good and a bad thing I would say being overly empathetic when when I see it as a weakness maybe the weakness is that you being so overly empathetic can lead to people taking advantage of you because yeah you're able to just like understand so much and like relate so much that like people can kind of screw you over. Yeah. Um, That's probably where the invested comes in. Yeah. So, which is, yeah. I think I used to be, which is so funny. I feel like I used to be like so empathetic, but as I've gotten a little bit more like in the workplace and getting to see like, people from very different walks of life I've just become a little bit less empathetic because I'm more like people can take advantage of you that is so, so true maybe yeah. I'll change a little bit in the next year once I start <laughs> yeah you never know yeah you never know I mean look at how we how much we've changed in like literally a year or so I know this is it's definitely crazy. something we're gonna need to do like every single year it's so, just crazy to see like it really that's what I'm saying especially with the Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram it just depends on like what you're going through in life right now yeah it really is it's like the different seasons of life okay so I think for me my biggest takeaway from this Myers-Briggs is just like being much more willing to share and Mm -hmm. not prefacing like hey like do you want to hear about like I think the only person I don't do that with is like my mom but like everyone else I'm just kind of like I don't know if I think before I even like say anything, I like tell in my head, I'm like, they don't really care about this. Why am I telling them? No, literally, if you like, if you're feeling like you had a really good day and you want to talk about it to someone, literally call me and be like, Christine, I want to tell you about my day and I will literally listen to you unless I'm studying. But like, <laughs> like I will Maybe sit here and like deep listen. down, I'm like, it's like you deep know. down you're probably like, oh, do they care? Or like, do they care? Or like, like if our they lives are in such day, different, like, you know, but no, I feel like that could almost like, if I were having a shitty day yeah. and you come and tell me about like the amazing day that you had, at least that's like a, a light at the end of the tunnel for me. It's like, oh. at least I get to like see someone else having a good day, but maybe that's only my perspective, oh. but I know it depends on the person you're talking to. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Yeah. But definitely like text me whenever you want or call me and be like, Christine, that's let me way. tell you about something really exciting that happened to me today. Like sometimes it's just fun to tell people that. Like, okay, low-key, the the 100 ride thing. Like, when I sent it to you, I was like, does she even care? Like, do, do Oh, I my God, her? no. That's, like, me overthinking, though. I'm like, do I even tell her this? Like, does she even care? No. <laughs> okay. Now, now you know. know. Now you now know. know. And um, try okay, with other so, people, too. Yeah. Stranger. Hey, do you want to hear about my day? If you don't, <laughs> I'll just continue talking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay, so that's kind of my takeaway. Do you have a takeaway that you kind of want to either change or work on? Yeah, I would say the whole like invested thing. 
because uh-huh. it is something I've been like recently dealing with and like trying to figure out and maybe it's something I honestly haven't even talked to like people about it it's just something that I've been dealing with internally I I would say but I need to work on not being all in on things that I should not be all in in mm. so that's definitely something I'm t- I've taken away from this episode so I'm glad we like chatted through it honestly yeah. talking through things like the power of like just getting another person's perspective and like talking through True. stuff like if you guys are kind of I feel like a lot of times I get in my head about all these things so like if you guys take these tests like talk to your best friends about it like right figure out like I would do it with other people like say like okay let's both take our Myers-Briggs let's both take our Enneagrams let's take, like let's read into our horoscopes and like figure out like what are the weaknesses you have like what can you change like I think that yeah. is so powerful and also can like be something that drives a lot of change in your life so yeah and I think it just it gives you so much more insight on why your friends are the way they are exactly maybe there's someone that is always so go with the flow and like maybe they just don't stress out about being late and you're like why are they like that I'm so like on time and it's because maybe they just like that's just like their personality Mm -hmm. um so I think it's just really it allows you to give your friends more grace. It allows them to give you more grace too. So I think all in all, it's a very learning situation. A hundred percent. Okay. So this we're going to wrap long up. One. I know this lengthy episode, but I honestly loved it because yeah. like you said, sometimes you just don't realize you need to like talk about these things. And I think this can be a great activity to do with your friends. Like for like a little galentine not even galentines but like a g- girl's night in like you guys like yeah. do these tests have some wine make dinner like so cute that would be so fun actually right um okay so we're gonna wrap up with this quote of the week it's a little bit of a lengthy one but i thought it really just kind of encapsulates everything we talk about and it's your attitude is what determines your day life is 10 percent what happens to you and 90 percent how you react to it the small things in life don't need to be worried and stressed about so much the alarm can be fixed the tire can be replaced the coffee can be refilled the parking ticket can be paid the keys can be found the to-dos can get done and you can get sleep Maybe a Snickers satisfy. Your life is great. You just have to allow it to be. Oh, that's so funny. I love that last part. Yeah. People don't make you angry. You allow the anger to dwell within you. Circumstances don't upset you. You allow yourself to get upset. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Like that just goes to, sh- for example, I don't know, um, a flat tire. I know some people who would like, that would ruin their entire day. Like they were mm-hmm. like, they would just dwell on that. But so you were yeah. like, oh my God, they would laugh at that. And they'd be like, oh my God, this sucks. But like, it'll be, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So you choose to worry. You choose to criticize. You choose to blame and you choose to complain. No one else decides it's for you. So I really hope that this just kind of motivates you guys just to kind of take a look at how you react to certain things. Mm-hmm. And maybe the things that are stressing you out don't have to cause as much stress as you're making them out to be. A hundred percent. I I really love, 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 love. One of my favorite quotes. Um, Okay. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sunday Glow Pod. Check out our favorites and safety date on all things Sunday Glow on sundayglowpod.com. And we'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye, guys.